you know, being organised is not a gift. No, it's not. It's not a special talent. And there's not a specific type of person that is organised. Personally, I never used to be particularly organised in my youth. But a few years into my teaching, I literally became addicted. And now I'm known for having a pristine classroom. People often ask me how I do it, where I find the energy to keep it like this and the will to keep it so organised. And people say, although they wish they could do it and have a classroom like this too, they have this belief that they're not that type of person, quote unquote. Well, if that sounds like you too, let me tell you something. That is a myth. Anyone can be organised. And I have four easy steps that you can take to keeping your space organised too. Before we get into the steps though, if you're new here, I just want to introduce myself and say hello, I'm Katie, welcome. I'm a teacher from London and I like to focus on personal development. We have so much professional development available to us, but what about personal development? What about our characteristics? What about our soft skills? All the things that we need to be able to be effective teachers. I found that it was quite lacking out there in this kind of support for us. So I have decided to take it upon myself to give us some personal development training as well. And so that's what this podcast is all about. And this is episode 71 of Teach on Teach Strong. I put out episodes twice a week for you every Sunday and Wednesdays. Wednesdays, they're a bit shorter and a little quick quote boost to keep you going through the week. And on Sundays, we tend to delve deeper into a topic and come up with some actionable steps that you can take away and implement on a specific topic. So... If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that the past few Sundays I've been answering some of your questions that I've been receiving via email. So do please keep them coming in. Today's episode comes from a lady who said she would like some organisation tips. She says she generally knows where everything is in her room and she can meet deadlines on time as well. But she describes her style as more of an organised chaos in that it doesn't look organised from the outside even though she knows where everything is. So she would like some tips on how to keep her space and classroom in a tidy, organised, orderly manner at all times. Well, I love this question, as I get asked this all the time in real life, actually, as if you know me and any space that I'm responsible for, it is always spick and span and people wonder how I keep it that way. Um, So today I'll share all my tips on how to keep your space whether it's classroom, office, or even your home, these will apply to any space that you're managing and help you keep it organized at all times. So my first tip is have a place for everything. You'll actually find that this tip will also make you much more productive as well, which is funny as many people think that by keeping your space organized, you're taking up more time in your day in tidying, but actually it's quite the opposite. Now, if you're starting out and you've got a whole lot of mess to get through, my advice is just start with the essentials. So what do you reach for every day in your space? So have an idea in your mind of which one you want to focus on first, whether it's your home, your office or your classroom. Think about what do you reach for every day? So I'm going to use classroom as an example for this because you know we're teachers, so I'll focus on that. So it could be your planner. Do you reach for your planner every day? A special pen that you like or your keys? These items should always be in the same space in your room. It eliminates mental fatigue and it eliminates wasting time and having to hunt things down if you always just instinctively know where things are. 
So whichever space you're working on organizing, start with making a list of all the things that you need to ensure you have close by, either for yourself or for the kids to know where they are too. So some examples might be, I always keep spare paper in the same place in my classroom and I keep it visible as well. Because before the amount of times people were coming and asking me for paper on a daily basis was insane. And it wasn't just students, but my fellow teachers as well. They, everyone was coming asking me for paper and I was just getting really tired of going, it's in that drawer, it's in that cupboard. I just said, oh, you know what, it's there, it's on the desk. <laughs> everyone can see it, help yourself. And that saved me a lot of time too, because people just go in, help yourself, I don't mind. It's especially helpful if you have a sub or cover teacher for the day as well, because having the materials out where they can see and access them as needed just makes for a much smoother day for everybody. So number one, make a list of essentials that you need every day and keep those in the same place and preferably out where they can be seen if they're needed often as well. My second tip is related to the first, but this time you're gonna put away things that you don't often use. You don't wanna clutter up your space with things that don't need to be visible to you, but they should still have their specific place wherever you put them. So I tend to put in my cupboards, for example, things like my paints and my backup stationary supplies. I don't want that stuff out where people can raid them and help themselves, but it should be still accessible. So if you don't want things used regularly or raided, for example, they don't need to be out in the room where everyone can see them, put them away. Okay, but still make sure that cupboard, I know this cupboard is all for my stationery. this cupboard is all for my paints, this cupboard is all for my craft supplies or whatever it is that you're doing. Make sure everything has its place so you can find it quickly. My third tip is to label. Okay, now before you turn your nose up, labeling things is not just for the you know insane Monica Gellers of the world. It actually helps make your classroom run much more smoothly. For example, I've got a rainbow set of drawers in my classroom that I keep on wheels as it's got my daily essentials that I don't wanna leave out for other people to steal, <clears throat> teachers specifically. <laughs> now this trolley's great. I love it, it's great because I can hide it away in a cupboard and then bring it out during lessons. But for the first few months that I had it, it wasn't labelled. I mean, they're pretty colours, you know, but it wasn't labelled. Now, I knew everything was. Each drawer had its specific purpose, but no one else could be sure. And because I work in secondary school, my students only come to my classroom once or twice a week, usually. So I can't rely on them to memorize my space now, can I? I can't expect them to memorize every single classroom and where everything is. So what do you think my day was like when I wheeled this trolley in my classroom? Unlabeled. Yes, it was a repeated chorus of, Miss, where are the scissors? Miss, which drawers are the highlights in? Miss, where do you keep the rulers? You know, with a rap from me, followed by the red drawer, the yellow drawer, the be in the pink drawer, all day long. Talk about unnecessary mental fatigue. <laughs> so in order to keep your space organized, you need to make it easy for other people to find things, right? Label it, they can look for themselves, they don't need to ask you any questions. And more importantly, it makes it easy for them to put them back as well. That's the key, you see. Everyone is always amazed at how good my classes are at tidying up after themselves and help keeping my room clean. But it's not because I have a magic gift or anything. <laughs> it's literally because I make it easy for them. So label all the things. You can thank me later. All right, number four. My fourth tip is to pick up regularly. The longer that you leave a mess to build, 
the more of a mountain you're going to be left with at the end when you finally reach a point where you're like, I just can't live like this. And then you've got this big mission of having to tidy everything up. And then it just, it's a cycle. It builds up, purge, builds up, purge. And it's just exhausting. Let me tell you something. It is so much easier to pick up throughout the day than it is to leave it until the situation is completely out of control. So I personally like to pick up after every class has left my room. It doesn't take long. I know people freak out when I say that. They're like, oh my God, you do anything else. But I'm like, it actually doesn't take long. It takes one minute. I just make sure my colouring pencil's in the right coloured pots, the drawers are all closed neatly, and there's nothing left on the floor before the next class come in. That's it. One minute. That's all it takes. And believe me, it's much easier to take a minute to do it a few times throughout the day than it is to wait until even the end of the day and deal with, you know, the bomb site that is your classroom at the time when you're feeling the most exhausted and you don't want to tidy up at that point. And then you leave it and then that's how things build up. Okay, so listen, I've been there. That's how I know. And I have found that picking up regularly a couple of minutes throughout the day is going to help you maintain it. And then when people come in room, they're like, how is it always so tidy? And the answer is, because I don't let it get messy. It's not difficult. Just whiz around, tidy up, off you go. And these are tips I've learned along the way because I did not start out my life as a super organized, tidy person. This obsession grew once I realized how much better I felt when my space was clear, organized, and tidy. And that's the key. If you listen to this podcast, you know I talk about this stuff all the time. I became obsessed with the feeling of being organized more so than the process of tidying. And that's a common misunderstanding from people who think, you know, I'm Monica reincarnated. It's not the case. I'm obsessed with the feeling. I like the feeling when my room's tidy. I like the feeling when my room's clear. I like the feeling where everything is exactly as it should be and I know where to find everything. It's the feeling that I like. And that's what you need to tap into because the chances are you probably dread the feeling of tidying up so you're avoiding it instead of not letting yourself get to that position in the first place. So it's all all a mindset thing. Everything comes down to our mindset, and that's what I talk about a lot in this podcast. So if you've listened to me for a while, this shouldn't be a surprise to you when I'm saying this. But if it's your first time hearing this kind of concept of if it's actually the feelings, then you might want to go back and listen to some of my other episodes, because I talk about this a lot, and it has offered so much clarity to myself and other people when you realize the reasons why we do things, the psychology behind it. It's very fascinating. So those are my four tips for keeping your space organized, whether at work or at home. Before I recap them all once more for you, I just wanna say I hope this has been helpful for you today. And thank you for listening. If you are finding value in this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and tell a friend. Bring a colleague along who you think would benefit from what we talk about here and just share this with them because the more people that we can reach, the more people that we can help and the more teachers that we're helping, the more kids we're helping. It's just a, just a domino effect of pure goodness. Also, please keep your questions coming in that you would like me to answer on the podcast. You can email me at katie at teachersresourceforce.com and I might answer your question in an upcoming episode. Alrighty, let's review my four tips on how you can keep your space organized all the time. All right, the first step, allocate a home for everything. Start with the items you use most and ensure they're kept in a specific place at all times. 
it's a good idea if these are easily accessible and where they can be seen as well. If they're used frequently, they should be visible for you. The second step is to put away items that you don't use as often. So make use of your cupboards and your drawers for things that you don't want raided or that just aren't used much. They don't need to be cluttering up your room and your space. Put them away. Third tip, label. Now I don't mean label for the sake of labeling. Like there's no point putting a sign that says pencils on a pot of pencils because that's obvious. Unless of course you're teaching younger students who might benefit from learning the vocabulary, that I, that's a different thing. But labeling drawers and cupboards that where you can't see what's inside them obviously makes it easy for others to find things in your room and it really helps with tidying up as well and the final tip is to pick up regularly believe me you are better off spending a few minutes throughout the day just sprucing things up making sure your essentials are in their rightful place than waiting until your space becomes a disaster zone and in fact you know what, don't believe me. Don't believe everything I tell you. I want you to try things for yourself and determine for yourself whether you believe them or not. So before you dismiss anything, give it a go. Just try it for a week, just pick up your room at the end of your lessons, a couple of times throughout the day, and you tell me whether at the end of the week your room is kept in an organized state or not. Try it for yourself. All right, so I hope that's helped you with some ideas for how to keep your space organized. If you are struggling to maintain your space and organize it, as I said before, try and focus on the feeling of being organized and knowing where things are rather than focusing on the process of tidying up, which might not be as enjoyable for you. Okay, focus on feeling good. Okay, an organized teacher is a happy teacher. I think we just are. All right, so get organized and continue to teach on and teach strong, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.